Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Anderson. And today we're going to be talking about, I would say, one of the most important days of the week, which is a Sunday. Now, whenever I speak to girls about goal setting or organization or reflecting, that sort of thing, I always ask them, what do you do on your Sunday? Now, obviously, if you work maybe a Tuesday to Saturday or Monday might be your Sunday but I'm basically going to go through this podcast what I do on my Sunday and why it is so important and why it is so important that you look at your Sunday and really maximize on that day because for most people it is the one day especially when it comes to work that no one bothers you it's amazing. My weekends I would say are probably my most productive days in comparison to maybe my Monday to Friday you know, I've got client calls, client emails, deadlines, that sort of thing. You're always in the demand zone, whereas at the weekends, that's when you can kind of take a step back and restart to plan, reset and recharge. So I'm going to be going through certain strategies and certain things that you should be looking at doing to fully maximise your Sunday, make the most out of it and also to have a great week. So the first thing, reset. I don't know about you, I can get very, very tired with my weeks, especially since being self-employed. Some days I probably will start work at maybe about nine and I won't stop until about seven, eight. So resetting is so, so important. Yeah, especially if you're a bikini competitor, whether you're in your off-season or in your contest prep, you're going to be asking your body to do a lot of things, whether that's work, have a social life, and obviously with training, you've got to push yourself with training and that can be quite taxing on the body, especially if you're trying to go 100 miles an hour when it comes to work. You need that day to really give your body a rest and give it, give basically give your body a chance to really recover and recuperate. So whether that is being sociable, whether that is being kind of by yourself, that kind of depends on your own dynamics as a person, which I'm going to go into later. But personally, for me, I like to kind of be by myself. Luckily, well, in some respects, luckily, my boyfriend works on a Saturday evening. So I know that my Sunday mornings are completely to myself because he's going to be sleeping in. So I take that opportunity to kind of just do whatever I want, relax, read, kind of do things for me and not feel like I have to be anywhere which is always a great thing. And, you know, even if your Sunday is very busy, take just a few minutes or just a few hours so you can have your own time to reset. The next thing is reflect on the last week. Now, this is really, really important if you want to start really pushing towards certain goals that you have and being more mindful because if you're not really being real with yourself or where you've gone wrong and where you've really excelled, then Every single week, you'll just be going through the same motions every single time. Look at what I tend to do. I tend to write down my wins, improvements, great things that have happened that week, something that's been quite memorable. And I also go through about what I've noticed this week. Now, this can be something which is either positive or negative. It doesn't really matter. It's just being more mindfully aware of what you're doing throughout your week. So, for example, this week, I'm going to be real here. I said I've been feeling quite overwhelmed with client deadlines. Um, and client demands the next bit I have is what will I do differently based on what I have noticed now this is where you can start putting an actual strategy and so for me last week I felt quite overwhelmed from client deadlines client demands it was kind of messing up with the week that I had planned so I know that for next week I need to give myself enough lead time so I can actually get that work done without putting myself in the demand zone 
and obviously means that I've got more time to do other things that I want to do such as this podcast. Another thing that I noticed this week was my posing improved. So I probably practice my posing at the moment about three to four times a week and some days it doesn't work. Some weeks I literally feel like I'm still like Bambi in heels. The next thing I can be quite good. Now I started picking up a bit of a trend. If I do posing straight after legs, then I always tend to be a bit wobbly. Now this might be something really, really small, but doing posing after legs was really making me in terms of a confidence standpoint really set me off slightly because I was thinking, oh for God's sake, I can't even stand up, that sort of thing. But noticing that about myself now and noticing that on a back day is the day that I actually tend to do posing a lot better. I can now implement that strategy. Another thing as well, especially in the off season, I know this is something that girls struggle with. If you're trying to pose when you've, you know, say you've eaten most of your calories for the day and you're trying to pose, obviously your stomach is not going to be the flattest and it's not going to be the tightest. So not only is it going to be difficult to do the posing, it's also going to put your mind in a bit of a shit kind of state when you're thinking, oh, I'm I'm really big and I don't look the same when I was posing. Whereas I realised when I did posing in the morning or when I've just eaten one meal, I've actually felt a lot more confident, my stomach was in tighter, and that's more reflective of what your body could potentially look like on a show day. So if you notice those certain things or something you know, outside of posing, if you notice something that keeps coming up, just write it down, even create a bit of like a, a notebook throughout the week. So then when you come to your Sunday, you can then reflect on what's happened, what's been good, what's been bad, and what certain strategies and implementations you need to make in order to make your next week better. Plan your next week. Now, this is something that I didn't start doing, admittedly, until I became self-employed, but oh my God, I wish I did it sooner, to be honest. I think being quite a creative person, time management is not my thing at all. Structure, I think I repel structure in some ways, probably why I left the corporate world Planning your week is so, so important, especially if you want to make the most out of your weeks as well. You don't want to be getting, you know, we're in November now, you don't want to be getting to the end of the year and thinking, oh damn, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, because I didn't have the time. There is always time, but it's making that time available and planning your days accordingly. So what I tend to do is, obviously this depends, some people are in a nine to five, so they're kind of restricted in some ways. But again, you could still do that within your work life and obviously within your personal life and your fitness life. I tend to just merge it into one just because I find it personally easier. So what I do is I have like a weekly timetable that I print out, obviously from Monday to Sunday, and I split it in between personal goals, professional goals or commitments. So when I say personal, I tend to split it up into social, fitness, that sort of thing. Professional, that's more in terms of my business side. So yeah, I basically put in what commitments I've already got in the diary and I can't move. So normally that's client meetings, that's sometimes like doctor's appointments, that sort of thing. And then around that, I start to kind of, I'm putting in building blocks that actually make sense. So for example, if I know, so on Tuesday, um, this Tuesday, I am doing a podcast feature on something called AudioWorks, which is um, a local podcast in Northamptonshire. Now, if I'm doing a podcast on that day, it makes sense for me to plan that whole day around 
podcasting and also I'm going to be in town so it makes a lot more sense to go to the gym at the same time and that sounds so so small but you've got to really maximize your time and try and slot in things that are very similar another example I've got a video call with a client on Thursday so I know it's probably better if I just get all my client work done on that day so I can be in that same frame of mind so whether you split that up into your work life and your personal life try to mimic certain activities that you're potentially might have to be in the same mindset because obviously getting in that zone can be quite difficult if you're wanting to practice your posing but you go gym in the evening you might not want to go and do some posing or mobility work in the morning you might want to merge that all together and put it in the evening so start to plan your weeks a lot more like that obviously things change here and there Some people kind of go very, very regimented and they put from between 10 and 11, I'm going to do this. And then 11.01 to 11.16, I'm going to do that. That person doesn't work for me. I work well with a loose structure and not something which is too rigid. Whereas some people in this podcast might, well, what I've just said might freak them out slightly. They might need to do, you know, hour by hour, whatever works best for you. And I know everyone that's going, that kind of quote is circulating a lot on Instagram at the moment but it is so true because every single person's dynamics their energies they're completely different another reason why you know some people interpret things certain differently because we're all different so you need to find out what works for you try and test it maybe that's something you need to put into your weekly setup what you tried x strategy on this week and you don't give it like a score rating out of 10. Takeaway point for this, learn what works for you and plan your weeks accordingly, whether it's on paper or, you know, Google Docs or um, the cloud calendar, like whatever works for you, just do it. The next thing is organization. This, again, I say, I would say depends on whether you do a food plan or you do a macro plan. Now I go off a food plan, but I have a certain level flexibility again I like structure but not too much structure because it overwhelms me and it does a complete opposite effect for me so what I do is I prep my meat for the whole of the week and I prep my breakfast because I know in the morning that I can I like my sleep too much and I can get myself in quite like a time constraint situation so if you know certain things about yourself then sometimes you can plan things. Other things you might want to have that flexibility, but it all comes, you know, this didn't come out of thin air for me. This came out of trial and error, making a few mistakes on the way. So if you try this new technique and it doesn't work, don't give up and think, oh, I'm absolutely shit at this, I can't do it. Just keep at it the same, exactly the same when it comes to training. Apply what you know in training and what it's teached you and put it into other areas of your life. Organize yourself. Maybe you need to do your washing on a Sunday. Loads of different things that you can do on your Sunday. And I know it sounds so stupid, but organizing your entire life, like, you know, when you walk into the gym, it's not as if, well, some people will freestyle as and when, but generally speaking, you know what you're going to be doing as soon as you walk into the gym. So you need to have that same mindset when you go into your week. You know what's happening. You You have some degree of flexibility, but, you know, you're on the right stretch. The next thing is visualization. Weeks can get so, so hectic and you kind of, sometimes you you get kind of, what am I trying to say? Swished away into kind of like the momentum, things going on, distractions. It's very, very hard. To, you, you're you trying to keep up with what's going on and it's quite hard to sometimes put that break on and just stop 
pause and reflect. So I like to do visualization before I go to bed. So so I do a lot of reading on my on my Sunday evenings. And I tend to think about goals that I want to reach, whether they're short term and they're long term. And as weird as it sounds, like I envision them happening. And a lot of mindset and success podcasts and quotes and mentors will talk about this power of visualization. I envisioned this podcast starting before it even happened and going into once you visualize something you're basically telling your subconscious to get to work and do it. It's very much like GPS, goal, purpose, strategy. You set the goal, my goal was to get this podcast up and running and to stop feeling so nervous about talking um, to everyone like this. Purpose, why do I want to do it? Because I actually generally want to help people get mentally and physically strong because it's bodybuilding has taught me so much about myself and I've been able to help so many people without even realizing, even talking to my friends about mindset stuff. So I want to be able to share that and actually, you know, it it honestly breaks my heart when I see girls saying how much they're struggling mentally when it comes to post-show and that sort of thing. So that's kind of my long-term vision. I want to help more girls realize that they the power's with them and they can do it. What's the strategy? So I knew that I had to do a little, a few trials when it came to this podcast because I know that I was going to be nervous. I'm going to put it out there. I knew I was going to be nervous doing this. Exactly the same when it came to um, doing show day. I knew that stepping on stage was probably going to scare the life out of me. I put myself in situation where strategy was that I was going to do photo shoots to get used to having the camera on me and having focal point. Any single time when I was at work and there's opportunity to kind of do a group's talk or a speech, I'd do it. Even though it scared the life out of me, I knew that it was going to push me outside my comfort zone and help me build more confidence. And even though, yes, that's that work, like how has that got to do with stage, being on stage? They're very, very similar qualities you'll find. Have a look at what you can do with that regard. In terms of GPS, set that goal set the purpose you know you've got to have a purpose behind your goals you can't just say oh I want I don't know I want a Ferrari like yeah but why do you want it it's really got to resonate with you and the same with competing you know you can't just want to step on stage for yourself like you you have to you know it sounds a bit spiritual but you've got to have a purpose which is a bit more deeper than within yourself because once you bring other people on board slowly but surely you kind of get your head out of your ass you think right I'm not just doing this for me now you're doing it for someone else and that accountability factor is really really strong the final thing is play to your dynamics so what I mean by that is there's a really really good dynamic model I've been introduced recently some of you might have heard of this called the wealth dynamics now I won't go into too much detail because I could make a whole episode just on this but it basically talks about how everyone works in different energies and flows. It might sound a bit cliche, but it's actually really, really true. So depending on what sort of dynamic you have depends on the sort of implementation and strategies that you need. Now, this is why it can be quite difficult for me personally if I'm working with someone and they said, oh, my friends worked on X, Y, Z, and I think that'd be quite good for me. But you actually dig a bit deeper. They are completely different energies. One person likes, you know, a lot of structure. They like to be quite, to keep to themselves. The other person still likes the structure, but they're quite sociable. They don't like to be back around themselves too much. They like, they work better with people. So if you know certain things about yourself, then 
you'll put yourself in a lot better position. Now, I'm not just saying like, you know, scratch the surface, know yourself. I say really, truly know yourself, the good, the bad, and the freaking ugly. Like I know certain things about myself that I, at first I was kind of repelling, but once you accept your flaws and the good bits about you, then when it comes to setting up, you know, simple things like setting up your week, you're not trying to implement, you're not trying to take a strategy from someone else and thinking, oh, I like this person on Instagram, they're doing X, that means I can do X. No, you might need to do Y. <laughs> and you might drive you nuts, but you might need to do Y, you might need to do something else. That is the same reason why every single person has a slightly different structure or formula when it comes to their post-show, for example, because everyone works completely differently. Personally, for myself, I know that, again, I work off a certain degree of structure, but not too much structure because I have very, very vivid memories in the past. I've been told what to do and I absolutely hated it. Whereas people would guide me and give me certain frameworks to work in, I would be a lot, lot more productive as a person. I know that I can be quite sociable, but at the same time, I like to have my downtime. I like to have me time. So my Sundays are very much based around me. And that sounds really, really selfish, but I personally do believe if you've got a family or not, like you need to work on yourself first before you try and work or help someone else. So I take a lot of time on my Sundays, just, you know, just for me time and to recharge, reflect, and, you know, get myself in the right position to do my week and help everyone else. And that's exactly the same way that you need to treat yourself. Like people, yes, it's great to give, but at the same time, you've got to have a certain degree of selfishness. It's not a case of being egotistic, egotistical hope I said that word right probably didn't it's not a case of being that sort of selfishness but you can't you can't get the goals that you want you can't help the people that you're going to help if you're running on an empty petrol tank like you're going to burn out and it's just not going to work so whether that's your Sunday or whether that's your Wednesday take some time out of your week just for you to reset plan, reflect, organise and get yourself in the right frame of mind and know exactly where you're heading towards. It's very easy to get to the end of the month and think, oh my god, where the hell's that week? Or so where the hell's that month gone? I haven't done X, Y, Z that I wanted to do. I've had no time. Every single week, get yourself into that routine. You know, exactly the same as brushing your teeth. Get into that routine that, you know, you look over your finances, you look over your goals, you look over what you did wrong here, you look at what you've got planned next And then you start to slot in those certain things that you need to get done and the things that, you know, certain, there might be certain things that you really, really, really don't want to get done and you keep leaving out the list, but you still got to put it in there. And even if you get to the end of the week and you haven't got every single thing done, it's not a sense that you're a failure or anything like that. It's better to have it in there and give it a go than not have it in there at all and go, oh, damn, like, you know, weeks have gone past. Because even if you keep putting in that same little thing you've got to do again and again and again you'll get to the point that you'll get it done trust me (laughs) for example I hate looking over my finances but every single week I put finances in my time blocks and yeah I probably won't get it done every single week but I can guarantee you I get it done a lot more than not having it in there at all so that I think that wraps everything up for this podcast episode hope that's been helpful if anyone wants 
any advice or want to ask me any questions about setting up their days or setting up their weeks or what they need to do on their Sundays or anything like that, then please do not hesitate to give me an email on not just a bikini girl at outlook.com. If you want to get featured on this podcast, I'm more than happy to take any applications. So again, just send me an email. Hope you found this interesting, guys, and have a wicked and productive Sunday. This has been your host, Jasmine Anderson, and this has been the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast.